Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves in one. My name is Rich Lebrun, and I am the founder and CEO of Lebrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Our special guest today is Paul Shinkarenko. He's co-founder and CEO of Solar Staff. Paul is an experienced entrepreneur with over 20 years experience in financial and legal technologies, business development, client contract relationship automation. Paul has pursued his passion for law over 10 years and founded his first business in the industry in 2006. As a lawyer, he provided counseling to a number of Ukrainian companies, such as companies in Kharkov, as well as Ambercore Software, an international brand that was opening offices in the country. He was in charge of internet law, information regulation in the digital space, and measures taken for companies' rights protection. In 2007, Paul founded Seneschal, together with a partner who also is a co-founder of AdLabs. In 2011, Paul founded Seneschal International Consulting Limited in Hong Kong, specializing in tax counseling for CIS companies with internationally located offices. Two years later, Paul noticed a growing demand for payment and administrative assistance for businesses working with independent contractors. He saw an opportunity in 2014, he launched Solar Staff. Years later, in 2022, Solar Staff launched in the United States with over 1,650 clients, more than 700,000 freelancers from 197 countries. Solar Staff currently has a team of, of 80 people in offices in Limassol, New York, and Amsterdam. Paul is a noted IT expert and recognized professional in business process automation, operations, and strategy development spheres. His mission is to create, is to increase opportunities for freelancers from developing regions to work with businesses from advanced economies. He also takes part in charity auctions, such as Meet for Charity, and having lived on five continents, loves exploring cultures around the world. Paul enjoys art and photography, and his images are being displayed in galleries in Chicago, Hong Kong, San Diego, Vietnam, Barcelona, and Melbourne. Paul is currently taking classes to obtain a certificate as a private pilot, and he is now in Cyprus. And with all that said, welcome, Paul, to the show. Welcome. Thank you. The great introduction, the best one <laughs> I, I ever heard. Yeah. You didn't know you were that good, did you? <laughs> yeah yeah that's true well paul you have a wonderful background a lot of experience a lot of diversity and our and our listeners are who are listeners are usually twofold entrepreneurs already who are thinking about expanding uh, their businesses or there are people who are working for corporate america and thinking about going off and being an entrepreneur but nonetheless they all like to hear your story tell us a story about how you became an entrepreneur uh, was it a natural? Was it something that came from your family? Was it forced upon you? And then a little bit about your story about uh, your opening up your different businesses. Um, yeah, let's start from the scratch, uh, from the very early beginning. Um, it, it was when I uh, lived in Kharkov um, in Ukraine. I work as a lawyer in, in the legal firm and one time i received the huge the huge task i have to 
uh, write the law, uh, the the text of uh, the document that will be the law in the future. And when I receive the bonus payment, three hundred dollars equivalent for doing that job, I decided to left that. Uh, <laughs> that company and I think no here I have no future at all and there is no no any other ways because in Harkov region in 2006 um, I think um, it was early stage of uh, of the growing economy and local entrepreneurs and lo local legal firm uh do not pay well for employers uh and that's why i decided to start my own legal practice because i have to uh earn some money somehow and it was only one solution that i uh, can imagine in in my mind that's that's why i think um it's not gonna be worse than than now why not mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was uh, the first step. And when I try, uh, I received the first uh, income as an entrepreneur, and it was much more than I earned as an employer. Uh, and after then, uh, I grow my practice, but I find out that my uh, my passion, my specialization about the uh, internet law and uh, uh, supporting of internet business has no any kind of uh, perspective uh, locally in Kharkov because it's very small market, uh, almost uh, almost nothing. Uh, that's why I decided to go to the Moscow and open there. Uh, my second company, uh, Solar Stuff. Uh, I sell my 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 apartment in uh, uh, in Kharkov and receive some money to start. And I bet and I win and I won. Um, it 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 was an opportunity, and I think it was a right time to doing that. Because uh, in 2008, uh, uh, in Moscow region, a lot of uh, startups um, start doing their business and uh, huge legal firms have no expertise in that field. And they were too slow to pro produce that kind of service on that kind of companies. And they speak on different languages. Uh, technological companies and old-fashioned legal firms uh, and it was a niche um, and it was a good bet for me um, but a couple of years after I saw another opportunity uh, it was international taxation for uh, internet companies and uh, companies and um, I start to help them to open uh, their businesses in different countries. And in that time, I earned my first big money. Uh, I, I think 
nearby 1 million US dollars for a couple of years. Um, and after then, um, I was so tired of, uh, because of uh, consulting service, it's, um, it's not a business exactly, because you have to do almost everything by yourself or some kind of small team, but together with your experience, with your knowledge, uh, and um, you have to solve all the problems of your client, but the clients, but I would like to start to solve my own problems. I very experienced uh, in create, creation of problems for myself. It's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> And um, after then, I decided to start my own uh, fintech company. Uh, I also it was some kind of um, um, usage of previous experience. A couple of years before, uh, I helped a couple of companies to organize their uh, businesses to help uh, to uh, automate all the freelance deals for them. It was CPA networks, some kind of advertisement networks. Um, they have to pay bloggers in many countries, very small contracts, very small amounts of money, but to huge amount of people. And I recognize that as a, as a possibility to build one solution for all the businesses with that, that kind of needs. And that's that's how you put solar staff together, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So great journey, uh, and I'm sure you learned a lot. So let's talk about that. Looking back on your journey, uh, knowing what you know today, okay, what would you say you would do differently? Hmm. I, I think I think nothing because I enjoy uh, the current situation of my life. Uh, that's why it's very um, difficult to touch almost anything. Yeah. But uh, uh, if we will abstract and focus on some kind of uh, um, wrong decisions, uh, I think um, I was afraid of the US market uh, because of competition and huge uh, uh, cost of start on that market. Uh, but in 2000, even in 2016, uh, in US market was no any kind of solution looks like solar stuff. And the first one uh, appears in 2000, uh, 2017, I think it was uh, Let's Deal. Now it uh, it is the huge company, more than a uh, hundred times uh, bigger than our company because it's a huge market, really huge. Uh, and um, I think it was a mistake. I have I had a chance to start earlier, and in that case, yeah, the results I think will will be impressive, but okay, we we have that we have. Mm -hmm. And there is 
also the good uh, result. Right. But, you know, we take these lessons, right? And, we, you know, we got where we are by the way we do things and the way we learn along the way. But should you start another company, you would probably have learned to maybe come into the U.S. quicker or maybe learn how to overcome some of those hurdles. But you've done yeah, a lot of good. Yeah. You, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's good um, to to know uh, if you even receive the very small niche and find out the very small niche in U.S. market, it will be bigger than a couple of markets in different countries uh, that you can cover by, I don't know, the half of whole market and the small niche in U.S. will be bigger. So would you say, since you you have now world experience, uh, coming from the into the U.S. is a little more difficult versus a company who's in the U.S. wanting to go into the foreign markets? Is that an easier pathway? Uh, it really depends on the industry, I think, and the market. Sometimes uh, it's true. It's easier to build an in, a, re a really international business from the U.S. Uh, sometimes not. It, it really depends on many, many factors. Yeah. Field yeah. of industries, I mean, regulations. Even yeah. in, my, in my business, I could could work worldwide, but I'm just not familiar with other countries. So I have the same fear. Okay. Uh, would, would this, how would I do it? How would I break through uh, into those markets? But Paul, you've done some really good things too. You've uh, grown from the $300 payment for that document of writing that law to now owning a very, very successful company. So what are some key decisions that you did well? Hmm. Key decisions. Uh, key decisions. Um, I think, I think that that was um, some kind of management decisions, first of all. Um, it was a couple of years ago, uh, maybe three or four, I, I do not remember actually, um, uh, but um, I start to re, um, to decrease uh, my own uh, involvement in small uh, decisions inside my company. And uh, even when I saw that my management doing something really wrong, but I shut up my mouth and give them the opportunity to uh, make their own mistakes and learn. It was really hard mm -hmm. uh, to do not uh, touch them, to let them pass through own and receive own experience and um, own responsibility and that um, knowledge and experience of responsibility uh, let them grow. And after then, uh, my business start to grow faster, really faster because, um, because of the team, first of all. Uh, I think it, it was really, in good time. Sometimes you start to doing that too early, sometimes too late. It was in time, and that was that was really good decision. 
Um, another one uh, was the decision to do not uh, try to cover almost every functionality with my product. Um, when we start uh, around our web service was so many different ways and so much opportunities uh, to include additional functionality. Um, for example, uh, we do not have the marketplace in sight. We just a tool. Uh, we help companies to manage their freelance forces. We do not help them to uh, find someone new and bring in our system. But it was really good solution because, because of that uh, allows our service to work uh, with a lot of uh, companies that compete, uh, which is each other. And all of them are our clients because we do not share their, their team. Mm -hmm. Now I understand that clear, but um, on, on the start, it was some kind of intuitive uh, decision. I, I don't know, some kind of intuition. Uh, it, it was really um, a really good solution because uh, it helped us to focus on on the core functionality of our service. So you not only, I mean, there's a part of you have a freelance pool of people that you know people like myself could reach out to utilize. And that's one part, big part of your business, but you also help people like me manage my freelancing, freelancing staff. Mm -hmm. And that's, no, I don't, don't, don't know of anybody that does that piece of the puzzle. And uh, so you said that was a good decision to kind of come in from that perspective initially and then kind of grow out from there. Uh, you know, intuition definitely has a lot to play with, uh, play in our businesses as uh, founders of companies. Um, let's take a little commercial break. Uh, you got you have this company called Solar Staff. Uh, you, I'll give you a couple of minutes here to speak to our listeners about anything you would like to have them know about your company. Uh, maybe who would be a good customer for you, and and uh, anything you'd like to say. This is your your time. A little commercial break for you, Paul. Um, okay, let's start. We have a web based solution for freelance management. Uh, it looks like a solution and a couple of tools. Um, looks like a, a private talent cloud for your business and that allows you to manage your freelance forces uh, very, very effective. It is cost effective, time effective, um, and that allows you to um, hire your freelancers that you really find uh, in many countries, especially in de developing countries with uh, um, weak financial systems with a lot of uh, borders and restrictions. We help you to do not uh, worry about that at all. We automate all that procedures of onboarding, QIC, data storage, data protection, uh, international and cross-boarding payments, converse, uh, um, conversation task management. That all will be done by the solar staff automated system for you. Um, and you can pay on the as you go, some kind of percentage um, up to 
that amount that you pay freelancers sometimes it even less than you pay for the international bank transfers that works really great and help you to uh, manage your freelance forces to increase the speed of onboarding of your freelance team and uh, help you to um, grow your company faster and there is that could be your uh, competitive advantage when you start to use really international freelance forces that are cheaper and with our company there is no headache with them with the documents and payments so please use solar stuff and grow your business with us very good let me ask a couple of key points so if I'm a company and I use freelancers, is there a size of company? I mean, do I have to have a, a minimum of 10 freelancers to be beneficial to use your service? Will you, if I had one freelancer, does that still work? Or is, or is there a Yeah, size? yeah, I think, I think even 10 freelancers, it's also uh, okay to use the solar stuff for freelance management because you have no any kind of obligation to pay subscription fees setups fees or so on you pay as you go uh, if you do not use freelance anymore you do not pay anything to us and that is okay and then i know you have your own pool of freelancers over seven hundred thousand of them let's say i'm getting my freelancer for somebody outside your pool uh, uh no 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 we do not share uh that freelancers with you you can use solar stuff only as a tool for your own freelance force management for your own private talent cloud and that allows you to uh, invite in solar stuff very special freelancers that you do not share with anybody else and there is our, our if i was looking first if i was looking for a freelancer that was in let's say marketing Oh, it, would I would uh, I go I, to I would go to Solar Staff and you help me find no, that person? No, no, we we do not uh, help you to find some someone. But uh, when we start to study and research the market, and we find out how, how uh, um, companies uh, search for freelancers, and we find out uh, in thirty four percent of cases. Uh, they use network. That freelancer that I know, oh, I know him, or I know someone who knows him, or I use Facebook, LinkedIn, and my social network to find. And all that stuff covers more than 50% of all freelance search without any kind of marketplace. And in, in nowadays, uh, we receive even more from the social network, especially Instagram and TikTok became a source of searching for the new freelancers, especially in creative industry. Uh, that's why we focus only on the tool, because I think now it's not a huge problem to find the specialist especially if you know what exactly you need. Can we define freelancer a little bit? Because I don't want to make an assumption for our listeners. When I hear freelancer, in, I hear virtual staff. 
people that I'm in the United States, I'm hiring, hiring someone from the Philippines. They're virtual, they're not in person. But there's freelancers in your terminology include virtual and people I'll call independent contractors that would maybe be yeah. even in person at my office working, but they're freelancing. Would it cover yeah. both? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I appreciate that. All right, Paul, let's switch. We're going to talk about the economy. I mean, I know you work worldwide, so you've seen the, the uh, effect of the economic market from a worldly perspective. And we've experienced pandemics as a world. We experienced interest rates, financial war, uh, concerns, uh, labor shortages, uh, wars. Unfortunately, your country back home is, is in the center of that. Um, and yeah. at the meantime, you're a CEO of a founder of a company and you got to navigate and make decisions to go forward. Do you see it as a time to grow? Do you see the time? Are you excited about the possible opportunities? Do you see it's a time to invest today? Or are you more concerned, maybe conservative and decide, no, maybe it's more time to retreat, maybe you know, scale down. How are you perceiving and navigating your company as a founder? Yeah, I will answer um, step by step on that question. First of all, uh, if we will, if we will start to talk about my company, um, for our company now, it's a good time. It's a good time to grow because remote uh, work and freelance is a growing trend uh, and automation of everything is also the trend uh, and we we are growing and our market grows and that is good for us um, and especially our um, our business grows when we face with some kind of crises because in that case a lot of companies start to find uh, solutions to reduce their cost of uh, of staff start to use freelance start to use international freelance forces and that helps us to increase our audience and receive the new clients uh, because a lot of companies start to use all the possibilities to be more effective to receive almost every possible competitive advantages for their business. In, in that case, we are growing and now it's a good time to grow for our company, uh, but not every sector of uh, the economy has this uh, opportunity and that situation now. Um, some some of our clients, uh, for example, who works with uh, copywriters a lot uh, as, a, as a business, um, not not loot their business, but uh, uh, AI starts to I don't know how it could be uh, starts to compete with them in their field of industry. It, it happens in uh, industry of translation, copywriting, and now we will see a lot of startups and uh, in in AI 
field of industry, but it's not a field of industry. It's just I even cannot imagine that field of industry that cannot use AI now nowadays, uh, and that means for all the businesses I have, uh, um, I have to tell them you should to use AI in your business to increase the speed of software development to reduce the cost of some kind of job that could be done by AI instead of um, mm -hmm. human resources, even to increase the power of your team, because now we start to use AI inside the solar stuff, not as a product, but to increase the opportunity of our in internal team we use ai uh, in marketing as a tool for uh, research and data uh, management and that really helps that really increase the speed um, of almost all the procedures inside our company and there is there is great great now I I impressed and a bit scared, <laughs> yeah. But um, you, that already happened. Mm -hmm. You cannot avoid it. You cannot you can ignore it. But it's here. I think use or lose. No yeah, you, other ways. Yeah, I mean it's here. It's coming in fast. Everybody's trying to capture it. I use it in my company and trying to figure out. All the nuances but it's here and it's not going away and it's, it's going to grow and it's going to change the way we do business and services and but you like anything else as a ceo of a company your job is to adapt and adjust and it sounds like you're doing that um one last and question what, the, oh, what, what impressive the speed the mm. speed of uh, development of the new services sometimes in even in our company, we start uh, startups focused on AI inside our corporation, and sometimes I I'm a bit shocked from from the idea to the uh, MVP two months, two months, yeah. almost nothing. It's amazing. It's amazing, and it's, and it's fairly very simple to use in essence. Uh, I think the creativity is going to be how to use it in multiple ways. And I know there's a lot of craziness out there, conversation about it, but it's here. There's going to be some positive use of it, positive impact. And I know it's, it creates efficiencies in the company, but it also affects how you utilize your labor. But um, Paul, you're also an individual. Okay. Okay. Not only you're a businessman, founder, CEO, and you got to lead other, other people, but you know, every day you got to lead yourself. What do you do? do you, how do how do you stay focused, energized? Uh, you know, um, to get up in the morning on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, to lead the charge. Do you have certain disciplines in life? Do you have certain trainers, coaches? What do you? How do you operating as a to get yourself on target? Yeah, I have some tricks. <laughs> the first of all, I use Cyprus for that. Um, we have more than three hundred sunny days here per year. And that really helps because when you uh, get up and sun is shining so bright 
you have no chance to uh, stay inside the bed. Yeah, no chance, change, uh, no chance at all. Uh, but if uh, we'll, we will um, be a bit serious about that, um, the first uh, automate your routine or delegate all the routine stuff from stop doing that just stop doing that um hire business assistant hire personal assistant uh delegate all that you can delegate after then you will recognize that the task you have to be involved in it's a very small amount of task mm -hmm. when your decision is really important and your job is make the decisions and see the opportunities and that's it and sometimes um conflict resolution mm -hmm. Marble thing, yeah um, if you start to do uh, something else it means you lose and waste your time when I ex exclude and reduce all that uh, tasks from my life, I receive a lot of time. And first time I even start to think, oh my God, my company do not need me at all because I'm doing nothing, but not, it's not true. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to make strategic decisions. You have to build strategy and control it. You have to uh, resolve some kind of dispute inside and talk with your team and see how it's go going. Um, but please do not do any kind of, uh, I don't know, routine work. If you need one assistant, okay, two, okay, five, it's okay. It's much better than you start to do that by yourself. Yeah. So I like what you said. Obviously, get yourself in a geography that helps support even the mindset, like getting a sunny place like Cyprus. Hire out your your services that, you know, that maybe somebody else could do and leave you more time, which is a commodity to make decisions that are more strategic uh, for your company, uh, but have the time to be able to do that and think about it and have uh, the free mind, free space of, and, and physical space and mental space to do decisions that are key to your company. Well said, well said, Paul, very much appreciate it. Um, Paul, how can people get a hold of you? Should they find your service, be of need of your services? Um, Solarstaff.com, uh, my personal business email, uh, Pavel, P-A-V-E-L, at solarstuff.com. Everything mm -hmm. clear, yeah. Uh, you can find us in, in web. Um, I also use Instagram for my artworks. It, it could be interesting. I use uh, AI to create an abstract images of the personalities. Um, and after then, I 
make the shooting, I place the model in front uh, that uh, abstract, and uh, I name that uh, beyond the self portraiture. So where would we find under Instagram? Would see your artwork? Yeah, we we ask, uh, we like a victorious like uh, uh, Sierra. Uh, mm, underlying Pavel. Okay. Um, perfect. We'll put those in the show notes as well. Um, I'll, I'll definitely go look at your artwork as something that intrigues me in life in general, but uh, we'll put those in the show notes as well as how to get a hold of you. Paul, I know you're a busy man. You got a lot going on all around the world. I thank you for taking time out of your busy day and willing to share your wisdom and insights to our to our listeners. And with that, I want to wish you much success and I uh, hope you have a great day. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, Paul. Rich LeBrun here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.